Welcome to Be Simply. This is she and I want to thank you for being here today. We are going to talk about all being possible. So on these self-love segments, I really welcome you to take a pause from life and look inward, connect to your inner being. And what happens is we get really busy um, with our thoughts, with our life, uh, with things that distract us, and we forget just to check in. Uh, that's why I always encourage everyone to, on a daily basis, if they can, to check in to how they're feeling, what their needs are, how those needs can be met, and where they want to go with it. So today, you know, this past week or so with uh, the full moon, it seems like a lot of people are feeling their own indecision and alignment process and self-evaluation which is normal and is a beautiful thing to do and isn't something to fear so what i've noticed uh, within myself and others that i work with is that more than not we get really caught up in that doubt the indecision the fear versus thinking about what's possible and typically, and this is something I've patterned within myself and my life and watched in my clients, is that all of a sudden there can be distractions, upheaval, emotional outbursts, uh, all those things, these little triggers that we have within us. And those usually are this distraction, keeping us from something that's greater to serve ourselves and others with. So the news cycle is a great example. The news is fantastic. They're designed in this day and age to distract people. So people get what caught up on the stories, caught up on what they perceive the facts to be. And if in fact you watched all networks, you would think, wow, uh, journalists as we know it today are bipolar because they are reporting completely different facts to the same story, which can only have one set of facts. And the reason I bring this up is that those distractions that are created in news, politics, religion, any of those main hot topics that typically can get us to emote and be righteous are what keeps us from realizing what's possible within a moment. So right now I'm sitting here staring at myself in this camera trying something new uh, and recording the audio for my radio show in a different way. So there's a different possibility here within this space because I don't have my normal mic, I'm talking into a phone, I might have different audio quality, all these things I'll discover through this process. In addition, I'm staring at myself in the camera, which I prefer to be a voice versus staring at a camera. I don't, I don't know, it's like why I have to sit and stare at someone when you can listen to them and maybe do other things, but that's the multitasker in me. The reason I bring this up is because if I get distracted in this moment thinking about something else out beyond here or even those things I listed, that's going to prevent me from fully accessing and doing my best job here with you, the listener, and with myself uh, to really articulate some skills and points that you might want to practice in your daily life so that you can access all that's possible. So that's why like the news is so a perfect example because it becomes a distractor. It's not to say that we're not to be informed about world events, but it's a different type of informed in these days. We can't just take everything at face value from social media, from the internet, from any journalistic approach because most of it's editorial based. So within that, if I get too caught up on something subjective, I cannot be objective into my present moment reality and really decide for me 
what are, where am I supposed to be putting my attention? What am I supposed to be accessing? Because all of that, to be perfectly honest, unless it's in my backyard, could distract me from being the best possible version of me in this moment for you who's listening to me. So we're going to do the first exercise, which is to be in the present moment. And that practice really helps with a couple things. If you suffer from trauma, if you tend to be over emotive or not in your body, learning how to be in the present moment is really, really helpful. It, it will ensure that you can, if you so to choose, uh, start to connect with the world around you in a different way. Because rather than being in your thoughts and traversing a storyline that may not even be true, you'll have the opportunity to see what's here in this moment. So for me right now in this moment, you know, if we bring it down to the basics, and that's what I want you to do, I'm sitting on a cushion, I'm sitting in my studio, I'm looking at a camera, I have two lights shining on me, and I'm doing my best to be as present as possible, not getting distracted by my visual image in front of me so that I can serve you, the listener, potentially the viewer, if I share this part of it, uh, in the present moment. That's what's available to me. And these are the tools that I can use. Now, really nothing else applies here other than knowing that here I am. And so by understanding what is in your present moment, that enables you to what? Be physically in your body, to start to see objectively. You know, if all of a sudden I said, oh, I see a unicorn, and then I saw that spaceship fly by my window, and wow, then I sensed that someone was angry from three planets over, or wow, I think my mom's upset with me. All of a sudden I'm letting all these other things that aren't here feed into me and might not even be real. Real meaning they don't exist anywhere at any point in time. They're part of my imagination. So what I'd like you to do right now is to be really present with yourself and say, gosh, what is right here right now? What is available to me? What's happening? So just take a moment and let's just take a nice gentle breath in as you perceive your environment. Objectively, not subjectively. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale and exhale beautiful so right there i want you just to look around and say what else did you not notice about your physical environment what else did you forget about in my physical environment i just shifted my body i was noticing my hip was bothering me if you're not in body if you tend to be in that fight or flight mode out of body you might not even notice that so with that information, that gives us objectivity to be here right now. Now, we can use that practice in any moment that you feel like you're drifting from a conversation, that you're drifting from really using objective reality to help navigate what is possible. So this is the sweet spot. Once you're in the physical space and you're out of your head, out of your thoughts, out of your anxiety, out of your stress, you have the ability to see what's available to you. Now this we do through our senses. We start to listen. Not listening like you're listening to my voice, but 
deeper listening. This is why meditative repose is so helpful because it helps us with this process. So you have a deeper level of listening. Then you have a deeper level of sensory skills, just like the animals out in the wild, they sense for miles on end. We have this ability too. We have the ability to hear far, far away. I can hear and feel people's thoughts that are several states away, all the way across the world. Because I've spent the time honing those skills and those abilities, practicing. Imagine if we all practiced just communicating in our speech and how we delivered what we have to say. It's a really magnificent proposition. And if we take time to really feel into what's coming in towards us and what we're sending out. So senses, listening deeper, feeling into what is around you, what's available. Also, what are you smelling? What are you tasting? What are you touching? These are just the basics. Intuitively then, this is why the present moment is really important because people that tend to have had a lot of trauma um, might have, be a little distracted in the mind, too many thoughts, can sometimes have a propensity in the intuitive center because they spend a lot of time in their mind and they can sense things, but the problem is they, they move beyond the gut feeling and go into story mode. So they might have a gut sense about something, but then they start to try to craft and contextualize it within the way they perceive the world. So that's why from there you want to take a moment and say, okay, I'm feeling, sensing, and I'm present, but you have to bring yourself back to that present moment to really truly feel what's possible. Because otherwise there's a lot of distractions like those news cycles that keep you from really hearing what's needed. So a practice that I've been really welcoming back because I enjoy being in this space much more than reactionary to my environment. I prefer listening and knowing when to act, when to talk, when to meet, when to connect. Now it takes some discipline because the outside world will want as much attention from you as possible because you're amazing. You have all these amazing gifts, people want your time, they want your energy. However, that's precious and if you exhaust it to all people, even the energy you put out on social media creates ley lines and people look at it, feed into you, and that could be depleting. So it's important to take time to really feel into where you want to put that energy and uh, to be mindful with it. So when you create a little bit more space around you and a little bit more time to feel into where you're to direct your attention, then you start to listen, you start to feel, you start to hear, you start to see see exactly when the universe is preparing you to take action on that which you want. So in this present moment, like say you're feeling like, wow, I want to, I want to write a book and I'm feeling it, but I'm not quite motivated or I don't know all the steps, but I feel like I'm going to write this book. And so you maybe have some ideas about it. You start to write it down and then you set it aside, but it's there. Now, in, if in every moment you're as present as possible, the opportunity to creatively access the content of that book will naturally arise. That comes from the listening, the feeling, and ultimately, if you're so distracted and you're truly destined to write that book, you will. It may happen really fast. Uh, that happened to me, like, you know, there was a sense of it, but not knowing when, and then 
it happened, like the whole birth of it happened really quickly, yet the process to actually give it its final birth was much longer than it took to write the book in one form and then rewrite it and then write it again. And, you know, so with the creation process and when we're propelled into action, we have to be willing to be patient, not to force it and to listen and feel. And the same thing applies with what's possible in our relationships with one another. So one, we have a creative process that if we listen and feel into, we will understand how much effort is supposed to be put in. Especially if you're doing collaboration with someone, we can be aligned, anxious, and ready, but it's not the, the proper timing within the flow of the universe to actualize that. So rather than force, it's good to give it space, let it be, and then the conditions will align and you can start to take action. So in interpersonal relationships, by accessing what's possible in every given moment, is so important because you have the opportunity to really see things objectively versus subjectively and reactionary. And it's not easy, not even for myself. Sometimes I get caught up in it, I get offended or I get upset, and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, what am I doing? Because if you really take a break and step back in your interpersonal relationships and say, okay, here I am, I'm with this person, and typically it's someone you enjoy, you're not hanging out with your arch enemy or whatever, you're sitting there in that moment and you're like, wow, okay, what can I do in this moment to support this beautiful being, or do I choose to be offended by them? What part of them do I love and adore? That takes present moment awareness. It doesn't take a story or a grudge you've been holding or, oh gosh, there they go again. It's more like, wow, here I am. I'm in this room, I'm interacting, I'm at a meal with them. I have this opportunity to engage in them. That takes that attention. And then all of a sudden when you have that attention, you start to feel into what is beyond your perceptions, what you brought to the table before you got there. And this is what I love when I'm interviewing people because I'm, I, I really am listening really intently because that's leading me to my next question. And I have to be present with them to really bring out the best in them. That's my goal. I want to shine a light on their beauty. And it's a beautiful practice to do on a daily basis with people. So uh, the next practice is one, as we acknowledge, is first to b notice when you're not present in the space, bring yourself back to present moment. When you get over emotive, when you start to get reactionary, bring yourself into the space. That, that helps. And then number two is to really ask yourself what is possible within this interaction, especially in interpersonal relationships, rather than having just, I don't know, a passerby moment, maybe this in silence, but what is possible here? What are we to, to experience? What do I want to experience with this person? And what imprint do I want to leave on them? Because we never know when our last moment is with someone. We never know, meaning that, you know, life may take us in a different direction. And do you really want it to be regurgitating the same old arguments, the same old fights, the same old annoyances? Because those are just each other's obstacles within self that keep us from freely relating to one another. So in your next, when you're engaging in interpersonal communication, I want to encourage you to really listen deeply to the situation and be very clear with yourself, how do I want to engage with this person? And give yourself permission. 
if you're not in the right state of mind that you meaning that you're not going to make the experience enjoyable for either one of you that you be the bigger person and say you know what my attitude kind of sucks right now and i'm gonna go take care of myself and why don't we meet back in a hour a couple days whatever it might be appropriate or you know i'm sorry i just am in, not in the right mindset because rather than have you know a giant uh, bitch fest together you could really say I'm gonna take a break and then I'll get back to you when I'm in a better place so that's where I'm really wanting to encourage you to really be self-aware in a moment uh, as to what you want to contribute and why and you know a great reflection in the non-personal is social media how do you engage in that why are you engaging in that what message are you sending out there? What story are you creating and why? Because again, it could all vanish in an instant. You know, your social media could disappear. The internet could disappear in a vanish in a moment. And so what are you, what's the purpose of being there? What is the possibility within that environment from a moment to moment basis versus thinking that it's um, not going to do that? So, uh, that it's going to be there forever and you're going to have another opportunity to do something different. Why not do your best to do it in a way that's serving of yourself and someone else? So number one, get present in the physical space. Number two is to open your sensors, sensory skills, listen deeper, feel deeper, smell deeper, taste deeper, feel into the frequency around you. And number three, get very clear as to what's possible within the interaction into the physical space, the interaction, interpersonal action in the space, the emotional, the mental, the physical interaction, and decide, hey, how do I wanna show up? What am I capable of? What is my capacity? And what is the capacity of the other people in the room? So this will lead us to our fourth thing, is once you've identified what you want to experience, then you have to see if it's aligned with everyone else in the room or a person in the room. So within that fourth, you have to be honest. Okay, one, we have wants, we have needs, we grasp at things, but to be honest with yourself and decide, hey, what do I want in this moment? And how is it possible? And if it's not possible, what is? So that means, let's say you're really ready to have a great big meal, but the person you're supposed to have a meal with just ate. So then what's the compromise? Hey, would you be willing to come with me and maybe have a drink or hang out and talk with me? Or you know what, why don't I go get something to eat and we'll meet up in an hour or so and we'll go do something else. It's, it's really making sure that you know that your needs are gonna be met, the other person's needs are gonna be met, and you can enjoy each other. Really, bottom line, how can you enjoy each other? So I would love for you to practice these things. What we're going to do is we're going to exit out uh, with some new music from this beautiful man I just interviewed today, Silas Height, and this is from his new album, The Dinner Party. During that segment, I want you to breathe into the body, take a moment to contemplate the present moment and how you want to show up for it and how you want to start using your senses and your ability to observe to orchestrate how you want that moment to be and what's possible for you to access within that moment. I promise you, if you continue to access that from a moment-to-moment -moment basis, you'll be so surprised at the gifts and the treasures 
and the shift that you have in your own attitude versus depleting your own energy and potentially other people's, you will start building energy. And something really magical and simple and beautiful will start to arise naturally for you from each day, you know, each moment. So check it out, try it, enjoy this song uh, from Silas. And then if you have some comments, feedbacks, or realizations, please feel free to email me at Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-T-O-R-O at gmail.com. And you can also check out further segments here, wherever you're listening. And until next time, this is She signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.